Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Whoa, it's Friday. I'm, br- I'm bringing Scary a Friday Friday. Energy. I swear I've done that joke before, actually. <laughs> I'm bringing big Friday energy. I'm like Hawkeye shooting out energy arrows at anyone I see. Let's get, let's have some energy here. We um, discovered this week that Hawkeye's the strongest Avenger as well. Exactly. And obviously, obviously that's me. Um, I am Simon Cardi. I'm just, yeah, I'm feeling high energy. I've had a good few weeks. I'm feeling good. Um, Matt Jones, how are you feeling? I'm good. I'm really good. It's my day yeah. off. I came in especially. I know. You the just enjoyed this does not so stop much. rolling. I mean, normally take people take time off to not talk to me, but you've done the opposite. You've taken time and then decided Gone out of to my way. Yeah. And, I, and Jen, after four months, we've got you back. Yeah. Here I am. You've been I'm, lost in the wilderness. I got, got lost. You back. <laughs> I've been retrieved though, so I'm feeling safe. <laughs> what have you been doing for the last four months? Oh, Tell just, us everything. Weird gremlin basement dwelling gaming things. Just playing yeah. like a ton of Dota and, and RimWorld and Civ <laughs> and yeah, getting very competitive. All that stuff. Have you, have, you, have you finished Dota yet? Have you finished um, it? <laughs> nearly, nearly. I think I'm on the, the, the final boss. The games are long, so who's your one game for the last four yeah, months? Yeah. Who's yeah, your uh, hero right now? Who, who are you playing? I play Lich. I, oh, I hell play yeah. Lich. He's a big he's like a skeleton dude. You mid lane, you're uh, off lane? Oh, no, I'm position five, you know. I'm mm-hmm. like I'm I'm a support oh. player. I help others to achieve their uh best Dreams. selves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this this is what I I'm this is what I like to bring to podcasts facilitating dreams and I know it's lo- it's been long been your dream to share actually what your favorite pastry is and i believe you have an opinion on what that is yeah out of context <laughs> completely out of context no so i'll give you some context what i've been doing this past couple of weeks as well is that i'm apparently like months or even years late to the game but there's this app called mm-hmm. too good to go where you can get I like the food that places would otherwise throw away at the end of the day and you can just roll I up. don't know they just I, this give is news it to, to me well this is you know this is good this is information sharing um <laughs> <laughs> because it's like you don't get to choose what you get so unfortunately i'm like vegetarian so sometimes they just give me meat and i'm like okay i don't want to do this <laughs> but um other sometimes they give you pastries we've got this mm-hmm. like local bakery and uh we went there and they gave us like basically five different types of croissant so I've, I've been able to do like the the croissant taste yeah. test, and I've decided chocolate chocolate hazelnut croissant is the best. That does sound like it should be the it's best. It's the best one. Yeah. Is it like a pan of chocolate shaped, or is yeah. it like a normal croissant? No, oh, okay. it's, it's the it's the pan of chocolate shape, but nice. with I'm like a, additional hazelnuts involved. You know, back in my day when when I was growing up, um, you just had croissants. That was it. You know, you yes. weren't getting all these fancy stuff. Five different types of croissants. It's not enough. Now, to just the world have one a magical thing anymore. Place. I know. Um, I yeah. I like. I'm kind of partial. If we're doing pastries already, I'm partial to any pastry that kind of has a custard in it. Same with donuts. Like, I like like those. I don't know what you call them. Like the ones, they're kind of round and they have like the little pool of like hardened custard in them. Do you know the ones I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I always see those in like in Sainsbury's. Yeah. In the but you never get them. Bakery. So- no, I do sometimes. Oh, okay. Sometimes that's good to know. They don't have um, chocolate hazelnuts. So. Well, no, exactly. Um, it's good that we've been branching out there from donuts to pastries, and that's good because I feel like we did where donuts they were getting, uh, pun intended, a little bit stale. So um, yeah, it's good. We should probably talk about some games or something. We're, we're going to talk about some things we've been watching later. What have we got this week? We've got Zelda, Final Fantasy sixteen, new game called Immortals of Avium that's been revealed that I think looks very cool. Um, Evil Dead Rise, Matt's seen that. And then a bit of beef. Um, the TV show, not the food, Jen, don't worry. Okay. I'm vegetarian. It's fine. We're not just talking about beef recipes. It's fine. Um, let's start with Zelda. Why not? Because, you know, up until this point, we had a brand new trailer yesterday. Up until this point, I've been like, I'm obviously going to play this game. Biggest game of the year. Looks very good. 
all the trailers I've been seeing, I'm like, okay, looks more Breath of the Wild to me. And I feel like that's kind of, I, I, I'm not alone in that opinion. It's like, yeah, this is definitely a sequel. It's not a brand new Zelda. But the last three minutes of trailer we saw, I was like, every single frame was like, what is that? What is going on? I was it's like, a little bit, I'm now fully sold. There's a bit where Link is on top of a little robot and he's fighting some Bokoblins like, on yeah. top of their own little robot. And I went, this game's going to be magic, isn't it? Yeah, my favourite bit was when he was kind of like paragliding into the Death Star. And I was like, yes, I'm in. I don't know, what, I don't know what's going yeah, on. It here. almost looked like he had a little wingsuit on as well. It I don't know. It was, sick. It, was, it was a little bit horny for, for Link as well, I thought. Um, yeah. There was like a big like, laser maze. <laughs> yeah, let's explore that. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Maybe when the game comes, maybe I'll write a feature on why Tears of the Kingdom is the horniest Zelda game yet. Um, but I'll have to play it first. I can't jump to those uh, assumptions. Are you a, a Zelda fan, all Jen? I haven't really played Zelda games, and that's some kind of crime. I feel like, but I, I mean, you know, I don't think you're alone. I feel like for such a massive series, there are a lot of people that haven't played many, if any of you know. I haven't even well. played Breath of the Wild. Good. Okay, you shouldn't have said that because, like, does 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 Alex know this? I know he's not like you don't report to him at the company, but he would have words about this. No, I, I think he knows. Okay, <laughs> he um, still suffers me to live, so we're okay. What, so when now. you're watching this trailer, do you just go, "What is going on here?" All the time. <laughs> not much different from my usual life, but yeah, uh, no, no. I mean, obviously, I know what like vaguely what's up with with zelda it's hard to escape mm-hmm. um yeah i think it's cool it looks really cool i'm just too much of a pc gamer i don't know i just like sit down at my pc and i'm like this is where I want it's to a be shame there. that there's no way that you could possibly get zelda on your pc it's a, yeah, it yeah. isn't possible to do no 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 i don't uh, know if anyway we'd never yeah we'd never we'd never promote the ways of doing that but um are you gonna because obviously if people don't know jenny it has been four months since we've probably got new listeners you are on our guides team are yeah. you going to be able to avoid the Zelda rush because I thought that would be all hands on deck. For well, that's Zelda. the thing. I'm the only hand not on the deck. <laughs> okay. So it's important that you, when you have all the hands on the deck, you've got someone like looking to see exactly what if there's like a shark every or something. Other game. So yeah. yeah, that's me. I'm going to be on the like in the yeah, crow's yeah. nest. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Look Still the on other Genshin way. Watch. Blissfully. How is Genshin these days? Genshin is good these days. We've had an update, uh, 3.6 update. It's added cool. a new area to the desert. And Lovely. there's lots of fun to be had in the desert. So I think there's a lot times. of fun to be had. Is there? What what sort of fun do you have Collecting in the desert? things, getting sandy. Do you know what? That's the sort of thing Link does as well. I wonder if there's a desert mm. in Tears of the Kingdom. I imagine there would be because I think fundamentally on the surface level, it is the Breath of the Wild map and then they've basically created a whole new map on top of it from the looks of it. Um, it's just... At the same time, there's so much to talk about, but at the same time, very little to talk about because I don't know where to start. And I'm <laughs> just like, I don't know what, what was was there one thing you saw, Matt, and you were like, apart from the bit where he was uh, sitting on top of the little thing, you, it, you were like, this is this is cool. It was a little tiny bit where um, mm-hmm. you would like Link was just riding a horse, and behind it, it looked as if you'd fused a carriage to the back of the horse. Mm-hmm. So it looked almost as if like you're running a taxi service for l- little guys. Uh, yeah. I want to see way more of that, whether or not it's like a part of a mission that you've got to like ferry people from one place to another or figure out yeah. a way of doing it. Like I could it imagine like, like even mm. more missions like that that having to come up with even weirder and weirder vehicles to get people from place to place. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that be the thing that is in there. Yeah, it looks like we finally got like a look at maybe what the tears of the kingdom means because we saw like a little like tear shaped little jewel essentially in in his hands. Was it in Link's hands? I or think Zelda's it was Zelda. Hands? Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I thought it was more a figurative thing before. Like, oh no, the kingdom. Oh, maybe it's a double entendre. They're clever, aren't they? It's both the the physical and emotional tears of the kingdom. But it looks like that. You know, you wouldn't be surprised if you've got to collect four of those and put them in a crown or sure. something, and you get powers. <laughs> That's going to be what happens, isn't it? Um, but yeah, there's just a lot. I feel like there's a lot of... Not that they over-normally reveal what Zelda games are before they come out, but there's a lot of secrecy behind this one. Um, I feel like there is going to be some... Like, there were always the rumours of co-op. I feel like if there was co-op, we'd know about it by now. I'd be mad if they suddenly released it's a two-player game. Yeah, you but, find um, out the day before it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, invite a friend around. I think there's always definitely some time shift stuff going on here, like I either Zelda stuff in the so. past or something like that. I've got um, a real feeling that there'll be like a prologue where, like, you know, mm-hmm. there'll be a change at some point. 
Yeah. Do you know what? The Master Sword looked very cool. Maybe I'll get it in this one because, uh, infamously, <laughs> I, I did not find the Master Sword in Breath of the Wild. It's um, hard. You had to figure out those words. But yeah, I just didn't even bother go look. I just finished the game. <laughs> I'm a madman. Um, I think Ganon looks cool. A lot of people think he looks hot. Um, I don't know if I would, you know, it's is that my... I'd, is that my place to say? Is horses Ganon for courses, you know. He's yeah, not your I type. No, it's not. I like. I don't know. Um, I'm more of a. What, what, what's the bigger bird ones? I've forgotten <laughs> what they're called. It's not funny. Isn't it funny when you make a joke and you can't remember the words? Isn't that the best one? <laughs> um, what about the guy with a bucket on his head? Let's talk about it him. It did look pretty. I think cool. we could all relate to that, couldn't we? That's uh, a little just, sneaky thing to include there. Little bucket man. Standing in the middle of a field with a bucket on your head—that's what I'd be in the yeah, yeah. kingdom. Like, I wouldn't really be Link. I'd just be standing. You'd there be bucket, bucket boy. Up. I mean, it's just almost—it's the same thing. I think I'm going to talk about when we talk about Final Fantasy in a bit. Like at the same time, it was the trailer that really sold me on this game. But at the same time, I didn't need to see half of it. And I feel like you know, we've still only seen like one percent of what this game is anyway. But mm-hmm. like, I'm completely sold. I. Do you know what I did like the look of the little Minecraft, the mi- uh, Minecart, yep. not Minecraft sequence. Um, so I just did that bit in Resident Evil 4 as well. It's like the Minecarts are coming it's back. It's really, really good in Resident Evil 4 as well. <laughs> yeah, and it reminded me of Temple of Doom as well. Mm. I'm just getting all sorts of... Oh, Let's just talk about Indiana Jones, shall we? I did rewatch Temple of Doom very recently as well because of uh, Kihuei Kwan. Uh, I was yeah. just like really interested to go back Short and see it. Short Round is amazing. I yeah. love it. Like, really, that film he's... is really fun if you ignore all of the insensitivities. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which, you know... <laughs> Do enough of that in my own life. I can, I can yeah. um, afford that to movies you know, as well. Take with one hand, uh, give with the other, so to speak. But yeah. Are you looking forward to... I mean, I don't know. How do you feel about this, Jen? Because there are rumours, you know, we can mould weapons from anything in this game, basically. Combine things is kind of one of the abilities. A lot of people... I saw you, uh, Matt, even thinking about making meat arrows, meat mm-hmm. swords. Would you be okay with that? Or is it just eating them that would be the problem? Um, well, I feel like if you're going to kill something, like you're killing me with me, you yeah. know? It's kind of poetic. I it's think it's okay. Ethically neutral, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you can, you can use the thing that you could, you know, like it's the circle of life. It is the circle of life. But I don't know how, how forgiving are they going to be with like what you can put together and have it actually work though. That's my question. I I wanted to come up with really useless stuff though. I want certain things that don't work, but it doesn't stop you from doing anything with it. That's the, that's the real sign of a really good uh, crafting system. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we could. We've got features on site if you want to look. Like we've broken down all the details from that trailer, which can give us some general thoughts. But I want to shout out one more thing: the bit where it basically turned into Toy Story, and he and Link had basically a rocket on his back. Yep. And he just started shooting up. What is like? What's going? On? I don't know what the technology is in this world. It's falling in style. Yeah, it's like it gave me a buzz. I'll tell you that. But um, I just yeah, and oh, you won't hear a Bo Peep more from me about that. Ugh. God, I was, I was gonna, why don't we just slink you on to a different? Yeah, I was gonna uh, say let's steer clear <laughs> of the Woody jokes. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> Zelda looks good. <laughs> if I haven't played so I haven't played a Zelda game in twenty years. Is is okay. this the one this I should come back? Is this the one? I would say that maybe Breath of the Wild yeah, would have been I'm the one. So, so I'm too late. I no, it's up. never. T- it's never too late. There's always time. What we still have a full month before. Oh, okay. Comes out. Okay, right. Yeah. No, so that's, that's my challenge. That's, that's enough time. I mean, at the same time, I don't think you're going to be lost if you just play Tears. Like, that's the beauty of Zelda, isn't it? You, whatever one you play, you, you know, there's no Link apart from Link himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, there are people oh, right now that are on, like, TikTok that are a little bit younger than me that are saying that, like, Twilight Princess is the best one. That's and it's wrong, not. It? it was just the one that you were playing when you were 14. It's like, that's yeah. the, you know... Well, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, uh, Wind Waker has always been my favourite. It's also mine as well, but it's not necessarily the best one. <laughs> no. I mean, if you you know, Pr- Breath of the Wild probably is the best one, if we're honest. But Wind Waker is, is closer to my heart. Uh, but there we go. Zelda looks good. We won't talk, like I said, we're not going to talk too much about it because in you'll a get enough time, of it when we play it. <laughs> yeah, you'll, well, Alex will be back on the podcast and he'll be talking about it forever. Oh, imagine so if that entire episode is the like, oh, have you done this yet? Have you done this? Have you tried combining? That's what <laughs> it's going to be. Strap in, listeners. I'm just really worried for Alex's sake that he'll he'll not like the game because that, <laughs> that'll be really disheartening for everyone. But uh, yeah, I'm sure. Like, looking at that trailer, I, I think 
most people's doubts are probably out the window if indeed there were any doubts if this game is going to be very good. But uh, yeah, Zelda. Right, more fantasy stuff. The final fantasy, in fact. Oh, God. This must be the last one today, because it's it's the 16th one. There must not be any more. When will it be the final one? Um, Final Fantasy 16. Jen, are you going to tell us you've never played a Final Fantasy game? No, that's not true. I I played Final Fantasy 14 for like half an hour. (laughs) Counts, mark it. There we go. Yeah. You just love playing with other people. That's the thing, isn't it? You just don't like single player. You yeah, just so need people. I I like playing games with people. I like playing pe- games on PC. And I also, if I'm gonna be playing a single player game, I don't want to play as like some random dude. That's my. That's the thing mm-hmm. that kind of locks me out of being super interested in a lot of these games. Is that like I don't know? I feel like there's some kind of all the combat looks so cool, and you can do all mm-hmm. these cool moves, and it's like I want to pretend that's me, but I'm not like a random dude. So. Yeah, you, you can't relate to Clive, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to pretend it's me though. Like, I I don't know. I feel like yeah. I know. I get that. I get that. Um, but yeah, Clive is who we've got in Final Fantasy Sixteen. I'm sorry, there is no change in that. I'm not going to s- slander the name Clive. That's been done enough on the internet. And for Dale's sake, I'll leave Clive's name alone because his father. You know, I respect. His, I've never met his father, but I respect him. I've um, gone the other way. I think Clive's a cool name now. Yeah, you're you're full in on Clive. Yeah. He's got a brother called Joshua as well. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, Dale or? The- <laughs> no, uh, Clive. Not his dad, the Final Fantasy. I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe Dale's the uncle connections is don't called end. Joshua. I don't know. Um, again, right. I think, am I, who else has watched the 20-minute presentation on Final Fantasy? No, is it just me? I was seeing Evil Dead, which we'll get into in a little bit. Yeah. I will tell you why this looks so good. <laughs> because... At the same time, right, I was kind of already sold in this game. I thought it looked amazing. After watching it, I think it's now weirdly my most anticipated game. And I'm not a huge Final Fantasy fan. I've played like 7, most of 10. Um, mo- uh, did I finish 12? I might finish 12. Uh, I've played a bit of 13. Um, but yeah. No, bit of 15. Sorry, not 13. Um, so I've always dipped in and out. And yeah, for some reason this is now like top of my list i just think every time i see it it just looks better and better and the thing that struck me most about it this time was everything we've seen before maybe i'm wrong has looked like very like european medieval like castles rainy like villages like quite quite dark this trailer you're seeing everything there's forests there's beaches there's like cities like there's it looks is there a there desert? looks like there's so much to it i believe there was a deserty area you can this have is fun like having fun in the desert episode cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might be able to find things in the desert as well i'm not no too way. sure yeah i just like and there was like uh just yeah just i don't know where to start because also i'd encourage anyone who already knows they're going to play this game to also not watch it because i felt like i saw a ton of cool stuff that would have been cool to see when playing it um the thing that strikes me most and i think matt p said it uh, in his uh preview like a, about a month ago i think that was um that the icon versus icon battles like the basically kaiju battling in this game is very very cool and seeing all like lots of different versions of that in this 20 minutes was amazing like they're doing the thing it reminded me of was near automata that like every i don't know if it's every boss battle but a lot of boss battles they kind of adopt a different gameplay style so sometimes it'll just be like a 2d like um shmup sometimes it'll look like tekken sometimes it'll just like look like the main game itself like i'm just really up for that and it reminds me of like that last like half an hour of near which is just unbelievable where it just switches like gameplay style every five seconds on you like yeah and i'm just into that and just the it's always hard to tell until you've got it in your hands but that combat just looks so smooth and so slick like it's no it's no surprise when you see it's from the uh, guy from devil may cry and dragon's dogma like it's just it looks so colorful it looks there's a lot of numbers on the screen but at the same time it doesn't look too crowded and overwhelming to my eye i'm just i don't know I'm, I, I don't know if the story will be any good. I'm intrigued what they're doing with it, which is following Clive through like his 20s and his 30s with also flashbacks to his teenage years. They kind of feel like they're, they're trying to tell a grand story here. And it, I'm hoping it's like, because 
Some Final Fantasy stories are okay. I think they're fairly A to B stories in my eyes. Like there's some good character moments that always hit, but like the stories themselves don't often I find pack too much of a, a twist or anything. The broad but, strokes um, I've never really thought were as interesting about Final Fantasy. Yeah, but there so, are like little moments in like nine and eight mm-hmm. that really stick with me that I like think about yeah. a lot, but I don't care about the the main story. No, for me it's character moments. And we've we met a few of the cast of characters this time around and yeah, I was trying to pick out whose death is gonna break my my heart and i haven't decided yet but um yeah i'm just we're only what two months away from this now i i i just i just can't wait to jump into what's it fellas sphere fellas but i shouldn't have even bothered should i <laughs> so, we're not gonna offend place. anybody for like messing up the pronunciation but, but, of a fake but, but, place <laughs> no but i can't even remember i was gonna say phallus theria but that's that's yeah. wrong yeah i've got to find it now i'd buy it Let's say it is. I mean, uh, I've got to find it now. Someone say something. <laughs> Someone say something about Final Fantasy. I actually had a look through the the state for mm-hmm. a little bit, and it, it looks really cool. I mean, yeah, as, again, someone who hasn't played mm-hmm. too much Final Fantasy, it it looks yeah. super stylish. Like, and it's, the music it's is so sick. beautiful. Like the the way it like transitions in battle from like doing moves that look like cutscenes straight back into gameplay, like. I know people have been doing that for a while, but it just looks so stylish. Um, Phallisthea, there we go. I was kind of close. Um, there's a made-up place that you'll hear a lot in the next few months. But um, yeah, Clive Rosfeld, he's going to have a good time there, isn't he? Um, yeah. I can't just, wait to meet Clive. Really exactly. And I've never met... Have I met Dale's dad? I did go to his wedding. I don't know if I met his dad. Have I met the Clive? I can't remember. We should I'm get sure him on. lovely if I did. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I'm just I'm just fully in on this now, and yeah, I can't wait for Final Fantasy 16. Let's know what you think of. Uh, what are you more looking forward to, and why Zelda or Final Fantasy 16 at uh, oh IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN dot com. I'm gonna briefly shout out another game that was revealed yesterday. Uh, have, you, have you checked out the trailer for Immortals of Avium? I scheduled it on Twitter, but didn't look at it. Uh, <laughs> I looked at it. I had a little look. And you thought, eh. Well, I was like, there's just a guy. I'm just going to be playing as a guy again. <laughs> oh, another guy game. I'm going to be playing as a male model. I mean, that's yeah. a bit better. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't the... Um, yeah, it wasn't necessarily the character work or the... Well, I don't know much about the story yet that, that grabbed me about this game. Um... But yeah, it just kind of, it's a bad name. I, Immortals of Avium, it's such a forgettable name, isn't it? It's just it like blends. It reminds me of like uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. You know, it yeah, might as well be any title. It doesn't like strike me at all. Yeah, I just, the thing, right. So this is an EA original, but it's not really, well, they're kind of an indie AAA studio. It's a weird one, but it's kind of the creative director on this game was behind um, a lot of the original Dead Space campaign and worked on Call of Duty games, including Call of Duty World War Two. So I, I have a bit of trust there. I know World War Two isn't the most beloved, but I quite like Call of Duty World War Two. Um but the thing that got me about this is just how cool it looks. It is a first person shooter, but not as you'd think, because it's magic based. It's kind of a twenty five year old spiritual successor to Hexen, if anyone ever played Hexen on the PC. It's a PC game, Jen. Um, uh. No. it's kind of like it was kind of like a doom like quake like but you used magic instead of guns um and it's kind of got a bit of that to it i think um i don't know if they've i haven't read any interviews i don't know if they are inspired by that but like they've they have described it call of duty but with magic i think and there is that story pedigree behind it with dead space with call of duty like they are good campaigns plus they've got telltale um expertise i think there as well so i'm kind of hoping a story will come together it's just a it is a 25 hour single player campaign game it's not got any multiplayer and that you know i'm up for that these days just games sticking to one thing and doing it well um and yeah if you haven't checked out the trailer for immortals of avium i will say it slowly because avium is spelled a-v-e-u-m i check it out just because despite the screen often being absolutely just battered with magical spells and colours it does look very cool and yeah I'm hoping it would just be a very fun time I, I, that's what I want uh, so yeah anyone uh, got any thoughts on magic magic seems cool yeah, yeah. I cast a spell Yeah, there might be a desert in this game actually oh fingers crossed um, <laughs> yeah 
yeah. high. It's kind of like they've got cutscenes that very much look like a little bit like sci-fi Lord of the Rings. Like it looks like the opening um, of Lord of the Rings, and that kind of sold me a yeah. bit. The other aesthetic is kind of, I suppose, it's a little bit like, a little bit Destiny-like, a little bit Outriders-like. I don't know. I'm, I, I just think I want to play it and I want to see how it feels because it looks like it could be very fast, almost a bit Doom-like, but with magic and. I'm yeah. very much into that. You've recently rewatched all, all the Rings, right, Jen? You're I a did. Fan. Yeah, that's what I decided to do over the Easter. With the last four months. No, the last four months. Well, it could have taken that long. But yeah, we mm-hmm. watched all the extended editions as well. So that's like a huge mm-hmm. chunk. We watched are you the last a long the same, term? On the same like, day. Are they close Crazy. to your heart? Um. Yeah, but in a kind of like, I know I really like this thing, but I don't spend mm-hmm. too much of my time like thinking about it or paying attention like watching like rewatching. Yeah. i do think i'd rewatch the films in like four or five years but i don't know it just makes me think like i never say that lord of the rings are my favorite films but they are like they should be they're the best ones like that i've they seen are, are they, they're officially the best movies. films yeah yeah they're, 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 they're the best films that's the objective truth <laughs> i have to check where i've got them on my uh you bother with uh, rings of power yeah yeah i watched rings of power i enjoyed it i did you're like one of the few people that uh, <laughs> got to the I end of it. I it was okay. People. I watched it. I, I enjoyed quite a bit of it until the last episode, which I thought was not not, not good. But there we go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think it could have been better, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not heartbroken. I'm not devastated okay. by it. No, I'll, I'll, I'll move on. I have the Lord of the Rings trilogy at 95, 96, and 97 Ooh. on my top 250 list. I think I have two towers, then fellowship, then return of the king. That's what I have as my. That's. Order. I think that was my order before rewatching them, but Ooh. rewatching them, I think maybe fellowship mm-hmm. is at the top for me now. Yeah, maybe. I, I did. I was the other way up until like a couple of years ago. I had fellowship as as the best one, and then I switched to two towers. Uh, but I do love the end of fellowship a lot. I do think. Uh, yeah, it just has such a nice arc. Yeah. Sean Bean, great. He's so good at dying, and no one tell that spoilers <laughs> that Boromir dies in all the rings. If someone claims that that spoilers, I'm gonna, I'll have a word with you. But uh, yeah, and you don't want me having a word with you because I'm quite placid, and yeah, probably just say sorry. Uh, but there we go. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Films. Why not? We're talking about films. Last night, Matt, you went to see a horror film in April. You madman. Mm-hmm. Tell us more. I was terrified out of my gourd. Really nice sunny weather outside and then yeah. going in into the darkness. Uh, before I talk about the movie at all, Ooh. I had the rare opportunity to meet the director. Um, except I didn't know I was meeting the director. And what I'd done is I'd gotten <laughs> oh, no. into an elevator eating a Reuben sandwich. And he oh, said, no. that looks really nice. I'm so hungover. That would be really good right now. And I said, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, mate. I need it more than you. Uh, and no. then later he would go, get up on stage and do a Q&A. And I'm like, oh, it's Sandwich Man. <laughs> there you he should, is. Uh, you should put your hand up and say, would you like a <laughs> yeah, Reuben sandwich? I didn't, didn't uh, have any more of my Reuben sandwich left. Would you have given him your sandwich? Maybe, I know, which is kind of like a really awful thing to do. I guess it's prestige. You know, it could have, have been a lot out. worse. At least no. you didn't go like, yeah, I'm kind of here. I watched the trailer, didn't look great, but you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you could oh, have I might as well have shown up for this thing. Yeah, yeah. looks uh, shit, doesn't it? It's a yeah. free yeah. evening out, isn't it? Um, what did you think of Evil Dead Rise? Um, 
I did this check on Twitter, so forgive me, but move over, Avatar The Way of Water. We've got a new <laughs> wettest movie of the year. <laughs> Is it wet with blood, though? Oh, it's so wet. <laughs> it's a wet <laughs> movie. In what way? To it's, expand on this. It's very, word very bloody. <laughs> yeah, there yeah, is a lot of... But not just blood, it's like viscera. There's just like a lot of like like meaty texture that is <laughs> wow, just like... That sounds like a dream for Jen. Mm, <laughs> Yeah. It is. I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, there is a, like a cooking eggs scene in it as well. Are you okay with eggs? Yeah, I eat eggs. Oh, I, don't right, really, cool. I don't love eggs though, so this mm. is putting me off. Um, is the film good though? We know it's wet. Uh, <laughs> is it good? So it is a 92 minute film that I think is slightly too long. Um, <laughs> I think that it's got a like very good little cold open, which I won't say too mm. much about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got like a really kind of meandering beginning where it's setting some stuff up, mm-hmm. um, but like that final act where it kind of all like it gets, gets its really wet. shit together just yeah. gets wet as fuck. Uh, it's <laughs> like you couldn't ask for a better bit of entertainment if you're a like a gore head. Like oh, there's okay. such inventive, strange things that happen in it, mm-hmm. and. It, it's just physically sickening. I'll, I'll absolutely <laughs> give it that uh, is it kudos. Like, is it like sick, like in a horrifying way? Because like Evil Dead kind of always had that ton in cheek. Like, mm. uh, is it got that sort of tone, or is it going for like full horror? So it's all? way more horror-y. On it's got a like silliness to it that it wouldn't mm. be able to be Evil Dead without. But I think more of that silliness is in like dialogue stuff. I think it just like characters saying things that they maybe shouldn't expect to but it's got way more of a little like a gore horror slant to it which is yeah. also true in the originals but i i don't think it has that same kind of charm but yeah, it's yeah. it's trying for a different thing i don't think it's like trying to emulate it in that direction i think it's deliberately tried to like branch off yeah would you, would you recommend people see it i would recommend i kind of walk in about 20 minutes 20 40 minutes late <laughs> okay. to get a sandwich yeah, just yeah. Get, a, get a sandwich, <laughs> yeah, eat yeah, that yeah. instead, and then just oh, hang good. out for the rest. Um, I also, at the end Sorry. of this too, um, I've been Carry racking on. my brain the whole movie being like, who is this actor? Um, like, I spent the whole thing going like, I mm. don't know who this actor is. They're so familiar. Um, and right as I read his name at the end of the movie, uh, like, it's Morgan Davies, uh, and I heard Jesse's voice pronouncing his name in the One Piece video that we did because he's okay. going to be playing a character in that. Just had this uh, this whole experience of like, I know you, but I've never seen you in anything. <laughs> and I've just, because I've been like, because we made a video out of it, such a weird thing to do in a movie. There we go. Yeah. Um, we talked briefly about sandwiches there and I, I'd be, it'd be foolish of me not to ask you. I don't think we've ever asked you. It was a, about, about four years ago now. It was a big feature of the podcast with sandwiches. Like what, what is your, your favorite sandwich? Like your ideal sandwich? Have you, have you got one? I can, I've got, yeah, a good sandwich, really good sandwich. Uh, mm-hmm. ciabatta with, mm. um, like tomato pesto and mm. some spinach and some mozzarella. Mm. And it's like, Grilled. That, really that sounds good. good. It's really that good. sounds quite Italian. Yeah. How, how European? How fancy of you? You you really <laughs> like to uh, just like just put it out there, don't you? Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just... It's exotic. Yeah. You can't go wrong with anything with mozzarella in, um, or spinach. I love spinach as well, and I like pesto. Do you know what? Yeah. Yeah. We if we have it. a meet in person, one, yeah, just bring me one. Actually, <laughs> oh, that'd no. be good. But it has could. to be warm. How how am I going to do that? Um, well, we have a microwave. No, in the no, office, no, 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 you no, no, okay. Don't, I'm offended. You can't microwave do you need to, the Do you sandwich. grill it or do you have like a panini maker or? Uh, I grill it. Well, sometimes like you can get those ciabatta rolls that you bake in the oven. Yes, yes. So good. that's a good combo. Yeah, good. It's good to know. Right, we've, we've nailed that. Um, <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> Evil Dead. Uh, yeah, I think it looks fun. I'm I'm not like historically like a massive evil dead fan to be honest i like two i think most people think two is good fun but um yeah it's just have any like link do you need to have watched any others no other than i think that you'll just like kind of get the the the, the book that's in the, the necromicon yeah, yeah you just need it's, to know it's what in that it is. but otherwise yeah. i don't think that you'd and you i guess you'd sort of 
I really don't think that you do, do it all. Although there is a bit where a character begins to really look like Ash in the movie. You'll okay. know what I'm. You'll know what I'm talking about the moment that it happens, and you won't blood understand. All over their face. Maybe that's what I mean, but yeah. maybe not. Are they uh, looking really? <laughs> are they looking really wet? There is a with blood. Yes, <laughs> but there's a specific kind of Bruce Campbell like yeah. eye twitch or like an yeah. eye being slightly closed that they Ooh. deliberately made it like. Well so done that you, to them. That's mm-hmm. good fun. It's very cool. Um, what do you think is the wettest film, Jen? The wettest film. What's that one? Um, is it with Nicolas Cage in? Oh, which one? Waterworld. No, it's um. Oh, completely forgot his name. Kevin Costner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Waterworld. Yeah, that that is a very wet that film. Water, though, yeah, that that's, is, that's that's a great shot. On the top of your head, that's a fantastic shot. My um head went to Titanic. Mm, Basically, anything James Cameron because he loves the water. Maybe there's even a, the abyss. There's a bit in uh, Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans, where yeah. uh, they jump into the water and he gets pretty wet. That's a Nicolas Cage movie where he gets yeah. wet. Nicolas Cage loves getting wet. Why is he not in this film? Um, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen Renfield. We can't talk so, about Renfield. Email in with your wettest movie. Yeah, what is the wettest movie of all time? IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Let's talk about something I think both me and Matt are watching. I don't have you watched any beef do you watch television, Jen? Do I watch television? Um I Yeah, sometimes, but I usually watch like old television. But I did watch the first episode of Beef. Oh, nice. So yeah. you, you, there we go. I'm five episodes in. I think there's ten in total. I don't About know how many you've watched, Matt. Three or four. Yeah. Okay. I'm furthest ahead, so I can spoil mm. everything. I won't. Um, <laughs> if you don't know what beef is, it is on Netflix. It is 10, 30 to 40 minute episodes, and it is uh, produced by A24. So it kind of has that seal of. I feel like starring, if I see anything A24 now, I'm like, this is going to at least be interesting. Starring um, beautiful Stephen Yun. Yes, he is. Oh, God, he is so good. Like, what an actor. And the stuff he gets to do later in this. Him and Ali Wong, both amazing in this. Um, I'm only halfway through, like I said, but it's already surprised me where it's gone. I know you're only an episode in, Jen, and mm-hmm. you're only like three or four in my... I'm five in, and I'm winning. No, um... <laughs> I had more time to watch television. <laughs> exactly. Um, I... It's, it surprised me in a way, but also it's kind of what I thought it was, which was... It's like a dramedy. It's 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 got drama. It's got comedy, and it is very funny at times. It's kind of at first reminds me a bit of if any of you seen Falling Down, the Michael Douglas film. I've seen clips that show up okay. on TikTok all the time. If, if like, you don't know weirdly, what that Falling film Down's is, got it's a... Michael Douglas <laughs> playing a man, just a normal man who basically over the course of a day loses his mind and just like starts off in a traffic jam and then gets angrier and angrier until he basically can't take it anymore and just go like fully goes mad. So it's got kind of like that. It's got this like Ali Wong and Stephen Young are two people living in LA who are kind of on like different sides of the tracks. They're kind of like she has she lives a very wealthy lifestyle. He's very much trying, you know, going day to day trying to get handyman work done. And they kind of they by happenstance just clashed one day. They uh, this is all in like the first fifteen minutes of the first. So I'm not spoiling anything. They basically have a disagreement and in a moment of road rage, basically sets them on a path of like feuding for quite a while and that's where a lot of the humour comes from but then what I've come to find over the course of the episodes is it kind of it's really good at setting up your expectations of what the show's going to be but then kind of turning a different direction every time like it's actually as much as it's a funny like almost like throwback comedy to like two people doing stupid things and feuding it's also quite a good study of loneliness (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which I wasn't expecting, and God, do I know about that? So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm. It's surprisingly even like uh, Stephen Young's brother in the show. Like at first, you think, oh, he's just like a like an idiot character, but mm-hmm. he has a surprising amount of depth later on as yeah, well. Like, I'm just strange arc to him as well. Yeah, I'm only halfway through, but. I'm really loving it so far. It's some of the best TV I've seen. Well, we've got mm. Succession going on, which we won't talk about this week, but my word, is that good. But uh, yeah, I'm really, really loving Beef. What are you guys thinking? Something that I really loved about um, the first couple like scenes is that it sets up very strange things. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't really give you a lot of information, but just like says, like, uh, 
like the stuff with the hibachi grills and the stuff with the like him eating Burger King just seem mm-hmm. like strange things to happen in a TV show. And yeah. if they had never been addressed, I would have just been like, oh, that's, you know, just interesting texture. But actually making them part of his personality and only revealing that like way later on in the series, it's like it really hit me with a confidence to just be like to allow a weird thing to happen and then only provide context to it later is like really the kind of writing that I really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're only an episode in, Jen, so you've kind of got the basics of it, but did you yeah. have a good time at least? Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. It was like, as you were saying, there's like a lot of depth to it in ways that you don't realise until later on. Obviously, I haven't seen like further than the first episode, but it was interesting as well because like, I was trying to figure out what was going on tonally because it seemed mm-hmm. quite dark and odd, but then yeah. there is that like comedy element. I'm like, oh, okay, like what are you what are you doing here? It's, it's really, yeah, I really enjoyed yeah, it. It's um, it's got like obviously it's um, it's a kind of centered around Asian American people, and there's a lot of I'm sure there's a lot of jokes in this that I know from talking to, like when seeing people talk about the show who are Asian American or have like a Asian family. There's a lot of jokes probably going over my head here in a little details, but like um, it does kind of have that. I'm finding that thing that I love about a lot of Korean TV and films, which is the tone of it, is like something like Parasite, which is basically every genre. Like one moment you have a comedy scene, then you have a dark scene, then you have an emotionally like like tearing apart scene. Like it's kind of, it's encompassing that really well. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just having a fantastic time of it. And the like confidence of it being able to be all of those things and yeah. like not diminished by being something else, more like it just becomes its own thing by drawing yeah. from a lot of influences. And I feel like I really like. we're describing it as maybe being something heavy. It's not heavy at all. It's so easy to watch as well. It's like half an hour episodes, like I said. And yeah, I just can't wait to watch more, basically. I, I'm interested to see where they go with it. There's a couple of different ways. There's one way where I'd be like, I hope they don't go this way with it. But um, yeah, I don't know. Let us know mm-hmm. what you think of Beef think on they're, Netflix. Uh, they're thinking about more seasons of it as well. don't think That's it is good. a limited series. So would that be yeah i wonder well obviously i don't know how this ends if they'd because you could kind of yeah if it would be the same characters or if you get like two other people that are Maybe. beefing it's just really stylish as well i love the how simple the intro uh uh tile sliders mm-hmm. it's just good oh and the use of like the last episode i watched ended on a system of a down track and oh, yeah. oh that yeah got me in this like <laughs> early 2000s rock music uh yeah. aesthetic as well it's like uber stank yeah. There was um, uh, a song as well. It's like by Incubus that I used to yeah. listen to quite a lot. That is like got somebody playing it on guitar. I was like, this is not a song that would really be in a lot of TV. Like, yeah. this is such an interesting, like, deliberate aesthetic choice to make. They're like, listening to yeah. uh, um, Limp Bizkit as well at some yeah. point. Like a lot of things that kind of. I say a lot of things. Limp Bizkit are thoroughly uncool, but in the right context, can sound absolutely really cool. At a wedding, <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, we're gonna have to play. Oh, we're gonna have to play Hoobers Thanks to the Reason at the end yes, of the podcast please. now, aren't we? Uh, There's something as well. T- like I think that it like that kind of music just doesn't get lent on enough. I think mm-hmm. it will eventually. Like I think we're starting to see the uptick of it. Like the nostalgia for the kind of like grossness of yeah. music in, in like, that. Like, like Yellow Jackets lent into the '90s last year. Mm-hmm. I still I haven't really started season three yet uh two yet of that but yeah we're kind of i think people are slowly getting over the 80s nostalgia and now mm. we're moving to 90s and yeah we'll be hearing more limp biscuit we there absolutely we will yes <laughs> please was limp even 90s <laughs> no it's early 2000s no but we're getting there um yeah it. how did a band called huber stank have a hit why do, why would you call yourself huber stank i bet that's a good story Jen, if you started a band, what would they be called? Uh, not Hooverstank. Because <laughs> that's taken. Otherwise, yeah. it would be. Yeah. Really I'd uh, cool. do a, a tribute to Hooverstank. We'd be called Tuberstank. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, maybe just Lich. There we go. That's quite a good name. Ooh. It, you'd yeah. have to be like. Yeah, it's pretty good. You'd have to be like a black metal band. I could do that. Mm, yeah. I could do that. <laughs> we could do that. Yeah, we could no do problem. that. You, you have music in the family, right? I do, yeah. So, I, yeah. I write music, actually, uh, okay. under the name Sylph, so I guess that's the answer to your question. But it's not band, yeah, that it's should just have been, me. Why didn't you come up with because that? Because that's too late. <laughs> you didn't want to promote it. I didn't want to pro- promote myself. There we go. I would say we'd have one of your songs at the end of the podcast, but that seems too indulgent, That's too it? much. No one, yeah. no one wants no, to no, listen to me sing and then listen to me sing. Like, that's too much me. <laughs> Maybe another time. Um, right. <laughs> now it's time to hear from you people, though, because we've got some feedback we put out the call for 
trade-in stories last week because uh, I thought people might have some. And we did get quite a few. We're only going to read out uh, a few this uh, week, but we'll come back. If, if yours wasn't read this week, you might well come back to him, so don't worry. I have been told by Dale to actually give a shout-out to people. He's just very happy. He's very grateful for all of the people that have just said... Uh, congratulated him basically uh, not on the not on the upcoming birth of his child but the fact that they're using the word chuffing <laughs> and vibe check that's what he's most excited about um, so yeah if you said chuff or, or vibe check he's having a lovely time every time he sees that so yeah passing that it's on it's been um, more exciting to him than his 40th birthday this year exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah he tried to brush that one under the mat didn't he but mm-hmm. Dale is now 40 years <laughs> old there we go congratulations to that. Dale He'll love that. He made it. Um, and well done to Clive, too. Yeah. Um, so I've got a message from Levi Cooper, who says, Ooh. Hey, IGN UK. Best ever trading deal was a banger. In Australia, Ooh. we've got a game equivalent called EB Games. And when Metal Gear Solid 4 first released, they were doing a deal where you could trade basically any two games and get it. My brother and I worked out a system where we could go to the mall to a rival retailer, JB Hi-Fi. There is, I was saying this to an Australian friend recently that like just Australianisms are like performance enhancing drugs for comedy. Like just <laughs> JB Hi Fi is just a very funny thing to name it. And yeah. it isn't really all that funny. Does there have to be a something B in all of the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Are they all boutiques? I don't know. There we go. So Carry Levi on. would go and buy the two cheapest games for about 10 bucks, and then go across to EB Games and traded them in to get a copy of Metal Gear Solid 4. Best part, though, was JB Hi-Fi's trade-in value for Metal Gear Solid was $110. Ooh, games are expensive in Australia, aren't they? They are. is quite strange. <laughs> so we would go back to JB and trade it in two more times and $90 oh, credit. That's a lot. That's a lot you're getting there. That's, that's a good deal. That is just printing money right there. That is something that I would like to do. Um, (laughs) I used to, back when, um, like, Steam trading cards existed, this is my Mm. only deal that I can think of, I would have games just running all day so that I could get Steam trading cards. Mm. And they were, like, 40 pence maybe at the time. The market is kind of bottomed out now. But uh, I would just have a way... Like, I'd have a laptop open. They were just the NFTs, weren't they? Let's be honest. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'd have a laptop open with, like, what the Steam trading card market was and Mm. then my computer running so that I could, like, just cross-reference what the price was going for. And it was only for, like, not very much money, a couple pence at a time. (laughs) So I totally respect this kind of hustle. Yeah. Um, how much do you think you could sell your Dota account for, Jen? Oh, I don't really have... I, I probably spent, like, a couple hundred on it. Mm. Not that much. I mean, you wouldn't... People I want think the stats, it's probably, People want your stats. They don't want my stats, but people buy accounts <laughs> that are, like, low. Uh, mm. uh, MMR. So maybe yeah. they'd buy it for that. So like it's, it's not that low. Oh, you're not. Don't put middle. yourself down. We, we, we all know you're not low MMR. We Come on. Middle. Middling. Mid- middle. Middle. Yeah. Middle. Middle. Not mid, but not middle lane. Um, no. Get me has, out has, of there. Has Levi got anything else to say? Or are we moving on? I don't know. Oh, it does say he got, um, he got banned from the shop and they told us to get lost. There we go. Moral of that story is milk something until there's no more milk left in it and you're banned from the farm. Um, is that a good... I don't know. Uh, don't go onto farms you're not meant to go on there's the moral of the story um, have, do you have fun in the desert sto- instead <laughs> <laughs> do you have any trading stories Jen or were you just kind of locked into the PC do you, you just play one game don't you just playing one game just playing Dota My and my yeah. none of my playtimes are artif- artificially inflated by card <laughs> farming they're just really that long nearly on yeah. 5,000 hours in Dota which is just do you not even not- like trading games when you were like 12 or anything no. just with pocket money oh, i used to do it all the time like emotionally attached i can't do that yeah <laughs> i do kind of yeah i wish there was a period in my life where especially i think it was like my second year of university there was a run of games where i just like i think it was like Dare Sex, human revolution arkham c uncharted 3 i think i did it with skyrim as well i just owned each of those for a couple of weeks and just kept trading them in like you know recycling basically it's like i, I do wish i had my original like uh Deus Ex Human Revolution. See, I've never done that. I've never traded yeah. a game because I always just want it. I want to have it. Yeah, but I, did, I didn't have a lot of money. I, I, wanted, to yeah. pl- I wanted to play games. Yeah, that's why I play the same game over like 
But then I got lucky one night. Have I ever yes. told? I don't know if I've ever told my casino story on this podcast. Let's do I, it. Right at the end of my second year of university, I had a very lucky night where I walked into a casino with ten pounds. Um, played a little bit of blackjack, got up to like seventy pounds, which is good in itself for shooting. Like wow, sixty quid up. And then before I left, I one of my mates was playing roulette and he was just finishing a drink, and I was like, maybe I need to. Uh, just like uh, I've got, I'll just you know, I'll put ten pounds on one number. Why not? Uh, so I did that, and I think I put it on eleven because at the time Gareth Bale was playing for Tottenham, <laughs> and it came up. And if you don't know roulette, that means I got thirty-two times ten, so that would have been another three hundred and twenty. So I was up to four hundred, and then you know, it still were like a little bit more, and I was like, maybe I need to do it again. So two spins later, I, I put money on, I think, who would it have been? It would have been another Spurs player who like, scored the day before. So like three spins later, I put 25 on one number. And I was like, and it happened. And I was like, oh my God. And then, luckiest, you know luckiest man alive. I should have stopped there, but I didn't. Because <laughs> then, <laughs> then two spins later, I was like, okay, like we were about, we were getting up. I was like, oh, let's do one more. So I put another 25 pounds on zero and it came up. So I walked out of that casino with two thousand pounds that night jesus (laughs) which when you're a student meant i did basically didn't work my third year and i just rationed that out on food for a whole year that was the luckiest night of my life and probably why i've never had an honest job um but there you go go. i'm not condoning to any student out there risking well i say risk still i risk 10 pounds but But if you are gonna you should win Oh, it's a yeah. If in doubt, just follow who scores in Spurs games, which at the moment isn't really anyone. So you're not gonna. You're yeah, the not magic's gonna gone there, isn't it? Yeah, um, but yeah, that's why. I mean, there's many reasons why I'll always love Gareth Bale, but that 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 is one of them. Um, yeah, nice little toy. That wasn't really about anything, but there you go. Um, what's next? Who's next? In email, Jen. What's the email? Email. I don't have any emails. Don't you? <laughs> no. Go da- scroll down the document. Uh, there should be one that says two, Jen. Yo, there's a second. I didn't see the yeah, other pages. It's more pages. Oh, oh my no. god! What a surprise! It's, what a new world! I'm not it's used like to this. it's like you're in the desert finding things, <laughs> digging around. You're, you're Jasmine being flown around by Aladdin. That is how I feel. Yeah. All right, yeah. So we've got one from. <laughs> do you have emails? Uh, Scott Zeal, who says, "Hey, IGN UK team, long time, many time." I remember vividly that GameStation once did a very bizarre promotion of for every three games you traded in, they would give you an additional £10 of in-store credit. I've no idea why they did it, and I never saw anything like that again. (laughs) After getting rid of practically every disc I had, even age-old versions of FIFA, which would normally only trade in for 50p, begging me an extra tenner, 12-year-old me must have been the richest GameStation in-store credit holder in the Midlands. That's like a tongue twister. And then you go and uh, (laughs) get a donut from the donut band. Exactly, you gotta smell those donut fans. Uh, God, these are throwbacks, aren't they? I use this newfound war chest to buy games for a good year or so with titles like Alan Wake, Bioshock, and Skyrim, all featuring in what was definitely an enlightening year for me as a young gamer. Wow. Okay. Say That's respect the sea, Jen. Respect Say the sea. Much love. <laughs> do you respect the sea, Jen? You yes. Do. yes. 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 I mean, that's it's. You got the sea is yeah. The wettest film is the sea, probably. Um, it's not a film, but if you stare at it long enough, it tells a story, doesn't it? Is The Descent the wettest film? I, mean, I feel like it's got to be any film set on water. Mm. I mean, it's a very... That's like a dank film. and not I'm not saying like mm. dank in the way 10 years ago people would use the word dank. Sure. But, you know, like it's it's a very... That's probably the moistest film. It's yeah. very damp, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah. Uh, oh, The Descent's horrible, isn't it? But in a good way. Um yeah, that is mad. Any three games and you get 10 quid. That is mm-hmm. probably why what GameStation folded probably a Did year it, after yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> It's got to be like, I'm trying to work out the financials of this. It's got to be like a write-off, right? Or yeah. you can like pulp the discs and turn them into roads. How did they think that makes sense? Like, because people would just do what I would do, buy games for like 50p yeah, and just keep recycling and make hundreds. Like, what are they thinking? I don't know. Like... 
the games are kind of like oh, we've never been smart as an industry, have we? <laughs> but there we go. Um, but you're I, gonna spend it at GameStation, aren't you? Exactly. <laughs> this is like the episode of It's Always Sunny where they print their own money. <laughs> I do, I do miss GameStation. I once spent like an hour in a GameStation, having my mind blown by King Kong on the Xbox 360, Hell just yeah. playing it in the yeah. Those were the days. I uh, once deliberately went into town so that I could play the new Tekken on the machines against people mm-hmm. in the display. Like that was yeah. it. You genuinely would do the thing of like looking like you're not waiting for someone else to get off of it and just kind of milling around the shop, look making it look like you're looking at games when really you're trying to stay close enough to the machine so when someone gets off, you can have a go. Um, though, yeah, oh, oh, to be young and poor again, um, or just young again, yeah, all uh, right. I've got an email from Andy Wood. He says, Hi, guys. I had to get in touch with my story of not only the greatest trade-in I've ever achieved, but also the most incredible display of trade-in shithousery that followed immediately after. We're getting uh, the scenes being set here. In November 2010, I was at Hull University, stretching my student finances to the limit. Should have should have gone to the casino, man. Yeah, Easy. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Better um, fail. Yeah. <laughs> Um, playing the latest and greatest games at this point meant relying on any special trade-in deals I could find at the local game station. Then came along the absolute best trade-in deal I've ever seen. On the release date for Donkey Kong Country Returns for the Wii, a limited number of customers would be allowed to trade in a bunch of fresh bananas for the game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, game station. Uh, This really is why they went down isn't it right this day happened to fall the day after an insane snowstorm to the point where buses weren't even running still after over an hour of slipping and sliding on the icy pavement and the top tier fall on his ass for my fellow banana boy (laughs) what a sentence um we made it to the store in time to be some of the lucky customers who got to hand over our bananas for a brand new copy of donkey kong country returns straight after us though the person the next person handed over their bunch of bananas, got the game, and then without flinching, passed it right back to the staff member asking, how much cash can I get for this? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, as we now know... a pretty good game as well. We've missed out. Yeah, but you basically, what, bought some bananas and made like 50 yeah. quid. It's quite a good deal. Um, as we now know, we lost GameStation just a couple of years after that fateful day. And to this day, I blame that guy who had them pay him £25 for a bunch of bananas. We just learned that GameStation were just giving cash away. <laughs> who, was run- who was running these deals? Was it Game? Were they, were they, yeah. Did they have an inside person like... Were they shorting the, the stock of uh, <laughs> yeah. GameStation? Do we need to investigate this? Like... Maybe we do. I'll talk to Dale. To, yeah, talk to Dale about this. Maybe an IGN inside story on mm. the Great Game Station banana uh, mishap. Maybe uh, they just really liked bananas, and it was yeah. worth that much to them. The yeah. Did they have to? Did they have to be? Did they specify what's a bunch? Is it at least three oh, to be in a bunch? Like split a bunch is two a bunch? Three. I don't think two's a bunch. That's a pair, isn't it? I feel like you have to. Have no, three it's a banana. Hey, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, this God. Um, I feel like three <laughs> minimum of three is mm-hmm. a bunch, right? Yeah. And you'd be foolish to give more than five. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't like bananas, so right. I'd happily give them away for Donkey Kong. Uh, yeah. What a story. I don't remember that at all. I'm not no, saying it didn't that's happen. Weird. Yeah. But I want. I do want to look into it because that's ridiculous. Like what other things like. If, for Mario, could you bring in a pizza and get the game? I don't know. Mushroom, little pun yeah, of mushroom, mushrooms. just some mushrooms. Yeah, um, yeah, good stuff. Ah, oh, I had fun. It's a good episode. IGN underscore you can feedback at IGN.com for more weird food related trading stories. Those are our favourite. When we get a cross section, if anyone's got any donut trading stories, then God, we're in. We're in luck. Wet we? movies, best Wet mo- deserts. Yes, <laughs> that's what I want to hear. Girl, we're um. We really are just talking absolute shit at this point, aren't we? Just, we really are bothered about... We're only like eight episodes away from episode 700. I can tell you now, I don't think there's a live show coming because we did one only a few months ago. But oh, we'll do one again at some point. But God, where do we go from here, eh? I don't know why I'm suddenly having an existential crisis <laughs> at the end of this. <laughs> but um, go it's good to have you back, off. Jen. It's been too long and it won't be this long before we have you back again, I promise. Well, depending um, on you know how well you think this went. 
I think it went well. I mean, it's not for me to... I mean, I'm not listening to it, but uh, I imagine True. it went very well. Like, maybe when Dota 3 gets announced. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> Bye <Yeah>. forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> right. Let's have some Hoobastank. Hoobastank. Nice. Because you are the reason. I don't know what even that is. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, no. Bye. Uh, what an embarrassment. We have to try to find ways to find peace and art and love and connection in the midst of the chaos of life. So that's life writing. I am so excited to have comic and daily show correspondent Roy Wood Jr. Well, hello. That joke was birthed from my trip to the African-American Smithsonian in DC, which that was the first time I saw something where, all right, on this floor, it's nothing but good news. Mm. We've gone through slavery. We've gone through desegregation and emancipation proclamation and reconstruction. But on this floor, Beyonce, Michael Jordan, Issa Rae. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Come and join us on Life Writing for more stories like these and the tools writers need to make yourself the hero or heroine of the adventure of your life. Life Writing is available wherever you get your podcasts.